Hey there, friends. How's it going? My name is Kyle Devlin, and I am the host of this podcast. This is the Having a Blast podcast. Having a Blast is a pop punk and emo podcast where we'll be doing a deep dive on important albums and bands. We'll also be speaking with band members, producers, and friends. If you happen to like what you hear, if you could do me a huge favor, perhaps give us a five-star review. That just really helps get the algorithms working in our favor, and then more people can hear the podcast. Or Another thing that really helps us out is if you share it with a friend. If you've got a friend that enjoys this type of music, pop punk and indie, I'd greatly appreciate it. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. friends welcome to the show i wanted to preface that this is for all intents and purposes a quote-unquote bonus episode of having a blast i also wanted to take the opportunity to mention that this show is 100 me i do all of the booking recording editing and marketing so to speak there was a part of me that was trepidatious when originally thinking of starting a podcast because i knew there would be time constraints involved However, I still felt compelled to start one for a couple of reasons. One being that I love podcasts and they've served me tremendously in my life over the last five or six years. And two, because I just really love talking about music. And this gives me the opportunity to do that. The first podcast that I ever really latched on to was the Tim Ferriss Show. I've read all of his books. Some I've read many times. And his podcast has been an extension of that. And his show has added substantial value to my life in many facets. I wanted to start a music-themed podcast because, obviously, I love music. I love talking about music. And I've been involved with music music in some fashion since I was eight years old. And that was when I first picked up a guitar. And that guitar was my grandmother's. It was an old rickety acoustic. It was completely out of tune. It was hard to play. But I remember being drawn to the guitar. And I think in many ways, I just wanted to look cool. (laughs) The reason that I mentioned that this podcast is a solitary unit as of right now is because I wanted to give some context for why my original plan this week was to not record a show. An interview fell through and I figured it might not be the best idea to add yet another episode with just my voice in it so soon after the last one. This is my self-deprecation seeping in if you couldn't tell. Anyways, I wanted to use this quote-unquote bonus episode platform to act as an introduction. Maybe this will help shed some light into some of the things that I've talked about in the past on past episodes or what I may discuss in the future on future episodes. So when I was a kid, right after discovering the guitar, I discovered Green Day. I was 10 years old. They were the band that let me know that I could write songs if I wanted to. And they didn't even have to be complicated or full of riffs like Metallica or Pantera. And that's pretty much all I was playing at the time. And they really opened the floodgates for me as far as what music could be, what it could sound like. I started a pop punk band in the year 2000 when I was 16 years old. We were called Game Time, and we were extremely lucky in many serendipitous and, when I think about it, sometimes odd ways. I managed to be in the right place at the right time in many ways. We had energetic, enigmatic band members in Game Time. We also did our best to play as many shows as humanly possible. This served us in many ways, and in some ways it probably meant that we were 
oversaturating ourselves a bit. But we were lucky to establish ourselves as a Kansas City band. And that was one of my biggest dreams at that point, to play in a band that was regularly playing shows, promoting shows, and playing for our friends. We were also very fortunate in that we were able to play the Warp Tour a couple years in a row in 2002 and 2003. And we played one of the dates in 2004. And there's a previous episode where I talk about how that came to be. Feel free to check it out. It's a fun story. It's the episode, How I Got My Band on the Warp Tour. After Game Time broke up in 2004, I started another band that fizzled out by early 2006. And I didn't really play music again for an entire year. I think it was more than a year, actually. And I was sort of hesitant to get back into music. At the end of 2007, I happened to run into an old friend who asked if I was playing music anymore. He asked if I'd like to fill in for their band at the time for a couple shows. I agreed. This band evolved shortly into what would become The American Life. And The American Life was the next band that I was in for a few years. The American Life was a band from 2007 until roughly 2010, 2011. The American Life had a pretty similar trajectory to that of Game Time. We played some really fun shows with some really noteworthy bands. And we had a really hardworking manager that was hustling at the time. And he really hooked us up with some really cool opportunities. And we were able to record an EP with Zach Odom and Kenneth Mount. They are two very well-known producers out of Atlanta who have produced records for Mayday Parade, Cartel, Hit the Lights, We Are the In Crowd, Every Avenue, Artist vs. Poet, The Fold, on and on and on. They've worked with a lot of amazing pop-punk indie emo bands. Ultimately, The American Life folded in 2011, and we spent some time trying to form a new band, but members began focusing on other priorities. And this is something that happens, especially considering we were getting a little bit older. We were in our mid-20s at this point, and people were going back to school. Relationships were ramping up. A couple people were on the verge of getting married. So you can imagine how that goes. This is something that is pretty common with bands. This is when my life took a bit of a major downturn. I was lost for the most part. I was working a job that I hated at the time. I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be doing with my life. In many ways, I identified with being in a band for so long and making music, and now that part was seemingly coming to a close. I felt as if I was floating through life, and I didn't really know what I was doing. I really had no hope or purpose. I didn't have anything anchoring me or keeping me deliberately moving in one direction towards any goals. I was also drinking more than ever, more than I had ever previously been at that point, and it was well cemented into my routine. I was drinking almost every single night. I gained roughly 60 pounds in about a year. I was depressed. I started having, I didn't realize it at the time, but I started having debilitating panic attacks. I think in part the panic could be attributed to my stressful job, the fact that my future felt like a vague void, and it was also the continued drinking that felt almost as if it were a prerequisite at that point to just being an adult. And I started taking anti-anxiety meds, which really helped me because it cut the panic off at the knees. And I would go on to take those for, I believe, five years, just shy of five years. But at this point in my life, I didn't have anything to put any of my energy in. There was no forward momentum. At this stage in my life, I was living with three of my friends in a townhome, and we definitely had some good times. I look fondly back at those times, and we were drinking a lot, but we were also having fun. But at the same time, there was the juxtaposition of how I was feeling when I was all alone, which was depressed and anxious. One of the members of the house was having a bit of a physical transformation. Sean, 
and he was the singer of the American Life. I was living with him and he found himself getting in amazing shape. He started out doing P90X and then he started working out at a local gym and started really taking care of himself. And it was at this time that he was also becoming certified in personal training. And I watched him go through this process and it was really inspiring to me. But there was part of me that felt like it was impossible for me to follow the same path. I was in a cynical, almost nihilistic headspace at this point. I felt like I was hopeless in many ways. I was 27 years old and I needed something to strive for. I needed some hope. I needed hope for a brighter future. I started exercising and that essentially was the catalyst for a lot of positive change. And Sean really helped me start. I'm really grateful that he helped me begin what would ultimately become a self-growth journey, as cheesy as that may sound. It's true because that's really what it was. It wasn't until I started lifting weights regularly that I noticed my body began to change. I started out by doing too much steady state cardio and this didn't amount to much really. I would go to the top portion of the gym where they had all the cardio equipment and I would just walk on the treadmill for 30 or 45 minutes. And I did this for weeks and nothing really ever happened. My body didn't change. I wasn't getting any results or at least the results that I had hoped to get at that point. When I started learning to lift weights correctly and really dialed in my form and my technique, I noticed that my body was changing for the better. And I noticed that it was easier to get in sync with my body. The mind-muscle connection became stronger and more readily available. This is when I got the bug. This is when I fell in love with exercise. Within about six months, my body had completely transformed. Within a couple years, I was in the best shape of my life. I was in the best shape I had ever been in up to that point. I felt empowered. I then became certified in personal training myself, and I've been training since 2012. In many ways, I began completely changing my identity around this time. There was something about exercising that elevated my mood. There was something about it that made me want to be better. I wasn't as depressed or anxious all the time. So I started running down the rabbit hole of personal development. I started reading books, every book I could get my hands on that helped me view life through a different lens, a better lens, really. I experienced some paradigm-shifting books like As a Man Thinketh by James Allen and Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl and Mindset by Carol Dweck. I started exploring Stoic philosophy and I started recognizing that I was going to have to become something better if I wanted better outcomes for my life and those around me. So let's come back to today. This is a bit of an introduction episode. That's the whole point of this quote-unquote bonus episode. My name is Kyle Devlin. I love music, obviously. I am a personal trainer during the day. I have lots of clients that I've had for years, and I love them to death, and I'm extremely grateful for them. I have an online nutrition fitness mindset coaching company called Better Self. I run it with my partner. She's a much better coach than I am. I love personal development, fitness, strength training, healthy nutrition, investing, routine. I'm obsessed with my routines. Star Wars, The Simpsons, mainly season two through season six. And I also love lots of pop culture from the 80s and 90s when I grew up. My favorite movie of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I've probably seen it 200 times and I'm sure I'll watch it at least 200 more times if I'm allowed. I recognize that I may not be able to watch it 200 more times in my life, but I hope I get to. I don't really care about owning lots of stuff. I think time is the most valuable resource that we have. I like autonomy, meaning choices in my life, being able to choose what I do and when I do it. I'm very fortunate that I have a job that's flexible. I'm very grateful for that. 
And I'm a big proponent of movement because I think the brain and the body are linked and mental health, physical health, it's all linked inextricably. I like experiencing things. I like talking to new people on this podcast. I have another podcast that I do with my partner, Pamela, and we talk more about nutrition, fitness, and mindset stuff. It's called The Better Self Project. So if those topics are things that you are particularly interested in or you enjoy, you might check out that other podcast. We've got 32 episodes as of right now. I think our last two episodes are probably the best ones that we've done so far. I'm 37 years old currently. As of right now, the average American lives to about 79 years old. So that means I've got roughly 42 years left and that is not lost on me. Of course, I hope I live to 100. I hope I'm lifting until I'm 90 or 95. But I do think it's good to live with a sense of urgency, to live life urgently, while also remembering to savor the good moments, take them in, and aim to stay present when it counts. My goal with this podcast is to talk to people who really want to talk who are enthusiastic about talking. I want to talk to people who are excited to talk. I will gladly speak with a singer of any band, but they are often the ones who get asked for interviews. And oftentimes they get asked similar questions over and over again. So sometimes they're not as excited to talk. So I really want to talk to everybody. I'd love to speak with drummers, bassists, guitarists, producers, tour managers, techs, photographers, labels, etc. I'd also like to talk to these people about what sets them apart. I'm fascinated by people who go the extra mile with their art and try to do things and try to be part of things and try to create things out of nothing. I want to know what their exercise regimens are because that's near and dear to my heart. I want to know if they enjoy personal development, what resonates with them. Pop punk and personal development, I am for that. So that's my goal with this podcast. If you've been listening this far, I just wanted to thank you. If you've listened to any Having a Blast episodes, I really do appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed them. I'm grateful for you listening. Feel free to reach out if you'd like. My handle on Instagram is Kyle underscore Devlin underscore underscore. That's D-E-V-V as in Victor, L-I-N. My Facebook is Kyle.A.Devlin. I hope you all are doing fantastically well out there. I've got some fun interviews coming up in the coming weeks, so I'm really excited for those. Excited to keep doing it. Hope you'll keep listening and keep listening to your favorite records because nostalgia is good for the brain. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to help the podcast out, if you want to do a massive solid for us here at Having a Blast, if you could just leave us a review, a five-star review would be amazing wherever you listen to podcasts. Or if you just want to recommend this podcast to a friend who might enjoy it. All right. Hope you have a wonderful day. Hope you're having a blast listening to your favorite records. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) 